Well, welcome to Hope in the Good Life, a podcast that brings you stories of hope from those connected in different ways to Catholic social services of Southern Nebraska. I'm your host, John Sukup, and today we're speaking with John White, a volunteer for CSS, who brings a sense of hope to many of our refugees and immigrants who are trying to figure out how to fit in as they adjust to their new lives in a new country. John, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Well, it's great to have you. Tell us exactly what you do for CSS and these new residents of America. Yeah. Well, my uh, my charge with CSS is to do whatever they ask me to do, <laughs> um, which so far has been, um, I picked up essentially the, cu- the cultural orientation package, which had existed before, and but we brushed it up and kind of cleaned it up a little bit and, and reformatted it uh, to bring it, kind of bring it up to date. And so I was involved with that process. And now my main responsibility, I guess the main thing I do is I teach a cultural orientation class and I've also started teaching a uh, employment preparation class as well. When you talk about cultural orientation to your classes, mm-hmm. what exactly does that mean and what are some of the responses you get from some of your students? Well, so the cultural orientation is just what it sounds. So somebody shows up in the U.S. and they are... They haven't been here before. Maybe they've worked, especially people from Afghanistan, have worked with U.S. government people and maybe U.S. contractors before. But they're in America now. So, you know, how does the school system work? How, what are the American holidays? What, you know, what is the tax system like? What are the laws like? So you, you name it, really. And it's kind of a introduction to life in America. Hmm. And we touch on many things. And hopefully there's a few questions, you know, that they've experienced something new and want to say, what does this mean? But it's, a, uh, it's actually a required part of their resettlement is to have a, a cultural orientation session. I see. Yeah. Oh, what's one of the first questions you asked them? Okay, so uh, we start off, you know, then what's important is just spending a few minutes getting to know people. So introductions. So what's your name? How long have you been in the United States? And for this, this class is targeted for recent arrivals. So it's usually, you know, a few weeks to a few months. So it's not very long. Um, and then what the question about, like, what surprised you about being in America? And uh, that's that's kind of where some of the personalities come out. And so the, the, a lot of the, the new refugees wind up working um, for a company called Smart Chicken that... Um, that has actually been very good to them because they provide transportation, so they don't need a car right away. You don't necessarily need to speak English to do the work, so they, they wind up working out there. And one of the uh, the, the students or the clients, I guess, said, uh, you know, before I came to America, I didn't know there was such a thing as smart chicken. So <laughs> That makes total yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and one, that, one that really touched me, I think, was one of the people said, you know, it's, it's safe here. Mm. Something that we just take for granted. Yeah. You know, we know about crime and things like that, but compared to some of these places where they've come from overseas, yeah. uh, safe is a whole different thing. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's why, that's why they're here. I mean, for right. most of them are, are here because they, they fled. They mm. fled violence. So um, it's a good opportunity to, to help. So when you teach these classes, is it over a series of time, uh, several weeks? Or no, it, it, tend, it tends to be a one, uh, you know, one time, you know, two to three hour um, session. Um, and working with each, each new um, arrival is assigned a, basically a caseworker, somebody who works with them closely, who gets them sort of set up with apartment and all that. 
Uh, so this is a, it's really just a class. Do you see these students ever again after your class? Uh, well, yeah. So I, again, I teach two classes. So if they mm-hmm. do the cultural orientation and then they go through their, their pre-employment class, I will see them again. And then occasionally, you know, I do other things as well. I work with files and I call people and, and uh, I've set up apartments and that kind of thing. So I do run across them occasionally. Yeah. What brought you to this position to volunteer for this sort of thing? Um, that's, a, that's a bit of a longer story. Um, so I retired, I worked for ExxonMobil for many years, um, and then I retired and I looked around for volunteer work to pay back. And I came across an organization called the Ignatian Volunteer Corps. And, um, and through that group back actually in Virginia, where I was at the time, I did a, tried a couple of different agencies and I wound up working for Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Arlington. And the same thing with them. I worked on many different aspects, but I wound up doing a, a what they call the pre-employment training class for them. Turned out to be my major responsibility. I worked there for about five years, and then we decided to move to Lincoln, um, mostly to be close to my daughter, who teaches at the university. Hmm. Um, so the Ignatian Volunteer Corps has a has a group in Omaha as well. So it was sort of through them that I came to Lincoln, and and my wife and I both volunteer with this organization and and we uh, I decided to continue working with the refugees because I enjoy it so much so that, that plugged us into the Catholic Social Services of Southern Nebraska and talked to them and they were excited to have me and I'm excited to have them and mm-hmm. and so we're we're off and running it's a win-win situation it sounds like it is well I know it we're is. extremely happy to have you work with our organization what makes volunteering so special to you I, you know, it, it, it spent a lot of time working, and, and so there's two aspects. One, one is to, to do something useful, I mean, to have a reason to, to help, right? So uh, look around and, and find something. I mean, all of us face, if you, if you read the newspaper, there's a plethora of things you can get volunteer for. Um, there's, you know, there's homeless issues, there's hunger issues, there's mental health issues, there's abuse issues. I mean, so it's everywhere. And I think for myself, I've I've kind of through the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the working of circumstance, have wound up very passionate about and involved with the immigration and migration issues that that face our country, and really based on Catholic social teaching and the need to welcome the stranger and the dignity of the human person, I just feel called to do something about that, and that's that's really what what drives me. Sure. Well, Nebraska, and in particular Lincoln, has become quite the hub for refugees over the years. What makes Lincoln so special? Um, it, uh, having been here just recently, it's, it's, I can't answer that with a long history, but I have been very pleasantly surprised since we moved to Lincoln how welcoming a community it is. I mean, just people are generous, people are friendly. I mean, the, the link with welcoming refugees and being involved in that aspect has, has been around Lincoln for a while, but it's not just something that is imposed on this community. It seems to be really just part of the, the makeup of the town. People really want to help. And it just if there's a need and you put a request out for help, people will step forward. It's, it's really... It's really good. It's really a good blessing to, to be here. And what an experience it is for somebody new to a country in particular mm-hmm. to have that welcoming attitude compared to what they've gone through in the past. Yeah, yeah it, it is. And most of the refugees realize that 
that it's going to be hard for them. I mean, they've come to a new country. They don't speak English. Even if they had a reasonably good job back in their home country, it's, it's hard to break in at that level. So most of them are here for their children. You can see it in the way they, they approach things. But, and I'm, I'm speaking in broad generalities, of course, because it, as with any group of people, there are, there's, there's all kinds of different personalities and all kinds of situations. But I think the overwhelming thing is that they've, they've made this move, traumatic as it is, mostly for their children. That's really interesting. It's nice to know that they don't have these unrealistic expectations, like we're just going to jump in, life will continue as it was before. They're doing this for their kids, they know they're going to have to work hard. Yeah. Yeah, is that kind of the mentality, yeah. would you say? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, that's the overwhelming mentality. Mm. Well, that's uh, how many of our ancestors came to this country yeah. many, many years ago. Well, John, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I just I think maybe just a general... Um, plug, I think, for, for volunteering. I think as we, as we live our, our Catholic faith, as we live our, our relationship with Jesus Christ, we're, you know, prayer drives us to action. And as I said before, there's, there's lots of opportunities out there. Um, listen to the Holy Spirit. Discern where you need to go. I mean, we're limited by time. We're limited by resources. But the opportunities are still there. So help where you can. Help where you can and provide hope in the good life. John White, thank you so much for joining us here today on Hope in the Good Life. Thank you very much for having me. It's it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Hope in the Good Life with Catholic Social Services Development Officer John Suka. CSS is a nonprofit organization that has been around for nearly a century, helping our neighbors in need of all faiths across 24,000 square miles of southern Nebraska. If you'd like to connect, donate, or volunteer, please visit cssshope.org or call 402-474-1600.